Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca. Lesson 109, and then we have another review coming up very soon. And I just was, I was just catching myself in a little bit of social media mayhem. I think I articulated the point that I was raising or the, the, I think I articulated my point in a far less polarizing and charged way last night. Uh, My point being that, um, you know, California is been Californicated. It's just kind of done. It's, 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 um, this is more like a magic Pisces podcast type of a rant, but yeah, there, there are, there are people smoking crack out in the open. There are people, it's actually, I don't think it's much crack as it is crystal meth. Uh, there are just people smoking crack or smoking crystal meth in broad daylight, literally not exaggerating. I've seen it with my own two eyes in my neighborhood, like less than two or 300 yards away from where I lived as the crow flies. Not a joke. Now, again, through the lens of Course in Miracles, that is not real. God did not create the addictions. Therefore, it's not real. It's, it's the ego. It's the out-of-control egos and the out-of-control illusion, the out-of-control maya, the out-of-control chaos. There's this whole section in the Course in the text called the laws of chaos and they are, it's just really trippy stuff. I can't, I can't recall any, neither, none, excuse me, none of them is coming to mind specifically at this moment and I don't feel like looking it up, uh, looking it up, but, um, but the laws of chaos are, it's just really, again, trippy stuff. And what you're seeing demonstrated in the, a lot of the cities um, now is the laws of chaos are ruling. And the laws of chaos are very much separate from the laws of God. And the laws of God are loving. The laws of God are peaceful. The love of the laws of God are understanding. Uh, the truth is the truth is the truth is the truth. I had a beautiful experience with yesterday's lesson to give and to receive our one in truth. I was just doing it in the middle of the afternoon. And uh, dedicating my five minutes, and uh, I just had this beautiful transcendent moment. You'll notice that when you you get into this Course in Miracles stuff, you just, um, you just, everything just becomes a little easier. It's, it's subtle. It's not, it's not that profound. It's kind of how it goes in recovery as well. In the, uh, when you're working a recovery program, a 12 step program, you will, uh, it's, it's very often the, the, um, People outside of you notice that things are different with you first, and they reflect that to you. When I when I got sober, I was maybe four or five months sober, and I had basically just been let out of rehab, and I had spent 124 days there, and that is what surrender looks like. So people, I probably said this to you before, but surrender, people often equate surrender with giving up. And surrender is not giving up. Surrender is more often than not active. And so for me, the process of surrender, surrendering to God's will, surrendering to the will of the universe, surrendering to the will of a higher power, involved 124 days in the institution I am 
continually referring to the institution of lower and or higher learning, the institution of lower education, etc. Um, or however it is you'd like to refer to it. Sorry, I went somewhere else in that split second. But uh, that was surrender for me. And I got out. I was I had been out for maybe a month, if that, and I was riding my bicycle down the street in the town where I grew up, totally reborn. I mean, completely reborn. And I passed my a neighbor who lived two doors down from my parents, this girl I went to high school with, this woman I went to high school with, just one of the just one of the kindest human beings that that could ever be, honestly, just a genuinely good, kind human being, genuinely good, kind person. And, um, and we passed each other on the sidewalk and she basically didn't physically recognize me because I, the internal shift had been so profound that I looked physically different. I had probably gained, I don't know, I want to say 20, a minimum of 25 pounds, maybe even more, all muscle, you know, so I was all buff and like, I've been getting swole all, uh, all summer long, all summer. And then the fall as well. And so she was just like, Dave. And I was like, yes. And we had this beautiful exchange on the sidewalk there in the dark. And, um, it was nighttime and, uh, and she just looked at me and was like, you are different. And I was just like, yes, I am. And now this person had seen me like shell of a whole, of a human being, fractured shell of a human being. And this was one of the first times that someone was just like, oh my God, boy, are you different? Now I knew I was different, but it was really amazing to have that reflected to me by someone who, you know, hadn't seen me and in several months and to have someone see you who hasn't seen you in several months. And when the last time you saw them, you were a hopelessly addicted alcoholic drug addict. And then you're happy and healthy and sober seeing them again and seeing their reaction is beautiful. Now, uh, Course in Miracles stuff, it's a little, I don't want to say it's more subtle, but you just start to notice a, just a different, you just react to life differently. So I was just in the, in the pokey, you know, the pokey bowl restaurant, you know, pokey is like fish. It's like sushi, but it's like in a bowl. It's Hawaiian. I think it's like, you know, fish in a bowl on rice with like fruit and stuff. And and I go to this place here where I live in Encinitas called Pokey Pokey, and it's really good. But I probably shouldn't be talking about them, the, <laughs> talking about them the way I'm about to. But there was something like kind of rotten about the fish. And I worked in restaurants for so many years, and there's this very subtle sort of rottenness that sometimes gets in the food. I've experienced it in multiple restaurants that I've worked at and eaten at. It's very subtle. It's not. It's. I don't think it's dangerous. It's just like this, this kind of rank sort of funk. It's just this cruddy funk, subtle, subtle taste slash smell. And I could smell it in this fish. And it's a $20 bowl of fish. And I'm about a third of the way into it. And I'm trying to convince myself that it's okay. And then I'm just, every bite I take, I'm like, no, this isn't, this isn't right. And I just, I just didn't get, it didn't irk me. I was like, I'm so grateful I have $20 to lose. I'm so grateful that like, this isn't my last, I didn't just spend my last $20. I have a few more $20 is, is that the right word? $20 is. And, um, I just, you know, I notified them respectfully. I was like, yo, this fish ain't right. (laughs) 
FYI, from respect, from I care about you and your business, you should know this. It might be a rather extensive or exhaustive process to get to the bottom of it, but you ought to know because I don't want you to end up in trouble for it. And I just told him and I just threw the rest of the, I didn't even ask for a rebut, refund. I probably should have, but I just threw it in the trash and went on with my day and that was it. Just grateful to be alive. And that is, that's Course in Miracles in action. That's recovery in action right there. If something that would just normally enrage you just doesn't, you're like, wow. And as they say in uh, recovery, you, you often discover that God has been doing for you what you could not do for yourself. And it's a beautiful, <laughs> it's a beautiful moment in your life when that happens, when you realize that God has been doing for you what you could not do for yourself. And you just learn to surrender more and more deeply. And you just keep saying, thy will be done. Thy will, not mine be done. Not my, thy will, not mine be done. And it just works out, which brings us to the lesson of today, lesson 109, I rest in God, which is just another beautiful lesson. So I'm just going to go and I'm just going to read through it uh, like I have been doing. Lesson 109, I rest in God. We ask for rest today in quietness unshaken by the world's appearances. We ask for peace and stillness in the midst of all the turmoil born of clashing dreams. So that's beautiful right there. We ask for peace and stillness in the midst of all the turmoil born of clashing dreams. So that's, you know, this I've been bringing up Chicago the last couple episodes that's just turmoil born of clashing dreams. That's all it is. And, and that's not real. Like it's really sad that people are so disconnected from the source of life that they need to act out that way. Right? So what we're doing is we're asking for peace and stillness in the midst of that turmoil. We ask for safety and for happiness, although we seem to look on danger and on sorrow. And we have the thought that we'll answer our asking with what we request. I rest in God. This thought will bring you, will bring to you the rest and peace. The, this thought will bring to you the rest and quiet, peace and stillness, and the safety and the happiness you seek. I rest in God. This thought has power to wake the sleeping truth in you, whose vision sees beyond appearances to that same truth in everyone and everything there. Is. I'm going to read that again. I rest in God. This thought has power to wake the sleeping truth in you, whose vision sees beyond appearances to that same truth in everyone and everything that is there. So that everyone includes the politicians I'm not very happy with, that everyone includes the the, the kids who are out of control, that everyone includes the people who disagree with me about how awful this is, everyone, right? Here's the end of suffering for all the world and everyone who ever came and yet will come to linger for a while. Here is the thought in which the Son of God is born again to recognize himself. I rest in God. Completely undismayed, this thought will carry you through storms and strife, past misery and pain, past loss and death, and onward to the certainty of God. There is no suffering it cannot heal. There is no problem that it cannot solve. And no appearance but will turn to truth before the eyes of you who rest in God. This is the day of peace. 
you rest in God. And while the world is torn by winds of hate, your rest remains completely undisturbed. Yours is the rest of truth. Appearances cannot intrude on you. You call to all you call to all to join you in your rest, and they will hear and come to you because you rest in God. They will not hear another voice than yours because you gave your voice to God, and now you rest in him and let him speak through you. In him you have no cares and no concerns, no burdens, no anxiety, no pain, no fear of future and no past regrets. So this could be a picture of Jesus on the cross and he looks to his left and his right and he sees the, the thieves or the, I forget what their crimes were. I believe they're thieves. And he says, today, will you please join, today be with me in paradise. I'm paraphrasing, but that's the essence of it. So join me today in paradise. In timelessness, you rest while time goes by without its touch upon you, for your rest can never change in any way at all. You rest today, and as you close your eyes, sink into stillness. Let these periods of rest and respite reassure your mind that all its frantic fantasies were but the dreams of fever that had, has passed away. Let it be still and thankfully accept its healing. No more fearful dreams will come now that you rest in God. Take time today to slip away from dreams and into peace. Each hour that you take your rest today, a tired mind is suddenly made glad. A bird with broken wings begins to sing. A stream long dry begins to vanish. How beautiful is that? The world is born again each time you rest and hourly remember that you came to bring the peace of God into the world, that it might take its rest along with you. With each five minutes that you rest today, the world is nearer waking, and the time when rest will be the only thing there is comes closer to all worn and tired minds, too weary now to go their way alone." So that's the five minutes we're taking at the beginning of each hour. And they will hear the bird begin to sing and see the stream begin to flow again with hope reborn and energy restored to walk with light, lightened steps along the road that suddenly seems easy as they go. That's so beautiful. You will rest within the peace of God today. You rest within the peace of God today and call upon your brothers from your rest to draw them to their rest along with you. You will be faithful to your trust today, forgetting no one, bringing everyone into the boundless circle of your peace, the holy sanctuary where you rest. Open the temple doors and let them come from far across the world and near as well. Your distant brothers and your closest friends, bid them all enter here and rest with you. You rest within the peace of God today, quiet and unafraid. Each brother comes to take his rest and offer it to you. We rest together here, for thus our rest is made complete. And what we give today, we have received already. Time is not the guardian of what we give today. We give to those unborn of those passed by, to every thought of God, and to the mind in which these thoughts were born and where they rest. And we remind them of their resting place each time we tell ourselves, I rest in God. So this is a very, very simple lesson and a very, very powerful one. And it's, 
it's sometimes the, the, the most powerful things are the simplest. So I rest in God and you rest in God and you're going to take five minutes out of every hour, do the best you can and rest in God. This is no idle fantasy. We are reaching out towards the kingdom of heaven to become one with it. Thank you. Course of Miracles podcast. Talk to you tomorrow. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores, the whores were my friends. The hookers and the junkies and the other deviants. They beat me to submission till I cast aside my demons and that's when it came shining through dusty blinds in a dim Keep one by your bedside, I hope it's